Welcome to Able to Care podcast. My name's Nadine and today I've got lovely Karina here with me from Grantham District Mencap. Um, nice to meet you. You too. It's you. been lovely to have a nice little brief chat this morning has, about yes. what you what you do and what, what we're doing. So today's podcast, we're looking at learning disabilities and I think it's a really good topic to kind of raise awareness on because not many people know what a learning disability is. Um, learning disabilities gets mixed up quite a lot with things like learning difficulties. So I hear a lot of people say, I've got a learning disability and it's dyslexia. And in, in my mind, I'm thinking, no, it's a learning difficulty, which is not a negative thing. But there's, yeah. there's a difference between there the two. Is, yeah. And we can have a look at those a little bit later. But I really want to talk about you and what your role is currently at the moment. How did you get into it? Well, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm currently uh, well, just uh, received a new title uh the ceo of grantham and district main cap congratulations thank you <laughs> um i came on board um initially as the company administrator yeah um it was a job uh advertised that i thought hmm, i want to do something different yeah. so i uh, went into never worked uh in a, a care environment or a learning disability environment yeah. before um and went along and it was predominantly to do the accounts side of things um and from the moment I walked in it was yeah I'm found my niche I love it um all the ladies and gentlemen uh with the you know different personalities and just each individual and it was exciting to get to know each person um and worked my way up and became the uh, business manager and then just latterly um we have uh, a new board of trustees and they wanted to to change things around a little bit and uh give my title a little bit more punch so my job hasn't changed in any way um but uh gave me the the ceo title which um it's lovely yeah. um and i oversee uh grantham district mencap as yeah. a whole so the residential home yeah. and uh day services uh transport facilities and our gateway club Amazing, so yeah. busy lady <laughs> yeah you sound very very busy bless you so um and this is a charity as well isn't it so yes. how do you guys go around funding and, and things like that is, is there yeah. any, anywhere we can direct people so oh definitely yeah <laughs> um yes we are we're a non-for-profit charity um so even though we are a limited company we are non-profit um we have a residential home which we have currently 20 beds we have 19 people at the moment so do have a vacancy um and um it's set uh in a lovely old uh, farmhouse we've got a lot of land that surrounds us um so it is a really beautiful um environment to to live in yeah it sounds like a very common environment it is it's yeah nice. it is yeah. um a lot of our ladies and gents have been there since the early 80s yeah. um so it's and home. it's home to them definitely yeah. um we have um a range of, of individuals um all obviously with learning disabilities but some with more complex needs yeah. um as well yeah. um we have uh, trained staff, we're a 24-7 service, obviously, yeah. with it being residential. Um, it is a really, really lovely environment, really yeah. lovely environment. Um, and we, the only funding we receive is from Lincolnshire County Council. Mm-hmm. Um, we aren't, as you would perceive, for care homes where people are charged extra depending upon their needs, etc. Yeah. We, we don't get that, we get a one-stop shop figure yeah um that's then uh, given to us to obviously then distribute out yeah. how we see fit as a business um we have our day services which is the Cree center yeah. uh one of our gentlemen uh, that actually lives at fairview farm um his dad uh, it's actually named after them, the Cree Centre. Um, so uh, they were very fundamental in the early you know, days of, of getting funding together to yeah. build the Cree Centre as a purpose-built yeah. um, environment for people with LD. Yeah. Um, so from, obviously, I wasn't around at the time, but from what yeah. I've understood and what um, speaking to people that have uh, been at, at Grantham and District a long time yeah. it's uh, something they raised money for and they basically built it yeah. within mind of what they'd got in the bank and yeah. then building would stop and then they'd raise more money yeah. and then literally do it that way yeah. um, 
our gateway club is something which a lot of the men caps do yeah and it's very much like a, a, a if you want to put it as a youth club um for adults with learning disabilities yeah. and we it's open that fun. up yeah, yeah we open that up to um our ladies and gents who live at fairview yeah. but also to the community as well so anybody can attend over 18s yeah. and they get up to loads and loads of different things do we have a bit of a karaoke night we have all sorts we have karaoke (laughs) you are more than welcome it is fantastic and we have games nights quiz nights they'll go out to the pub yeah um they've been on trips to the latest one they've been to is neen valley um again it's all centered around what they want so we, we predominantly every sort of twice three times a year we sit down with the group and ask them what they want to do because it's about them as the individuals and what they enjoy doing yeah so we listen to them and then yeah some of the things we can't do the rock climbing and things like that are a bit (laughs) (laughs) but we do try and facilitate so everybody gets a a choice um in doing an activity that they want and want to enjoy it sounds like such a positive service which is is. really nice it is lovely well thank you for that and thanks for a bit of background around it um just one question and it is a bit on the spot so i do apologize so your thoughts before you worked in in that environment with with people with LD what was your perception and your thoughts around things like LD and um care for example care side of things so care side I'd uh I'd, I'd looked after you know the, the nearest I could in my interview I do remember them asking me you know about any care experience that I'd got yeah. and the only thing that I could base it on was uh my my own parents yeah um and I'd cared for my mum until she passed away and at that time I was currently caring for my dad who was yeah. uh he'd had several strokes and things so yeah. from a daughter perspective that's yeah. that's the only thing I could really relate to in the care I've not been it's doing very, it for I hate to say it but it's extremely amazing experience because it's yeah. looking after another human being yeah. is not an easy thing to it's do it's not no and the appreciation that that person is putting their trust in you um yeah. to look after them whether yeah. that's to personal care or to support them with eating drinking or giving medication yeah and it was one of those things that dawned on me that mm. it, it it is a real responsibility yeah. and a real trust it's a very um, important job yeah. it's so, very underestimated but it's very yeah. very underestimated of, of the you know um yeah. that personal care side of it and yeah. you know understanding and being respectful yes. um, to another human being course, um, no yeah. matter who they are how you feel <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah and how you might feel about a situation of course you've got to suck that in yes. so to speak put your work, work at on yeah. yeah um and that was sort of the only thing that i could relate yeah. to not having yeah. any experience with with anybody with ld yeah. um the gentleman i do remember uh, the gentleman that uh, the cree is named after yeah. uh, lived around the corner from me mm-hmm. and i do remember from a very early age seeing him in yeah. a very very big big bulky wheelchair that they used to have um and seeing his mum who seemed so tiny at the time behind this really massive wheelchair um and i remember my mum going out and speaking to her and me and me speaking to this gentleman um and it never i was brought up where it never really occurred to me that anybody was any different uh whether that be color race my parents never made it a thing so it was something that me and my brother never really questioned questioned. they were just whoever they were um and we we never really questioned it um but obviously growing up in school and things Mm -hmm. like that and you see people that do have learning difficulties to a learning disability um and obviously things change over yeah over time yeah which is a really positive thing i think sometimes i'm obviously i know we was talking before we came on here um for me it just felt a little bit different before I started working in care. I, I had no experience, had no friends with a learning disability or anything. Yeah. And in school, yeah. it was kept very separate. So yes. there was the mainstream part and then the part where other children had to go in these different classes yes, yeah. and those sorts of things yeah. and didn't really integrate or anything in no. the playground. No. Um, I was never raised, you know, that 
to that it's a bad thing to have a learning disability but I was never really taught about it either and even at school I can remember not knowing what a learning disability I heard the word and I was um again I sat on a bus and a lady with Down syndrome came and sat next to me and went hello Yep. And she was wonderful. She yes. was a wonderful, yeah. friendly woman. Yeah. I, I didn't know how to respond. No. And I would never want that feeling for somebody else. So what do I say here and how do I respond to that? And yeah. it says a lot about me and the education that I got around it. Yeah. You said you've got a daughter and a son. My daughter's 13. How yeah. old are your children? My children are 17. Um, my daughter's 17 and my son's 12. Yeah. Um, my and we daughter... said our, our kids' attitudes towards yeah. learning yeah. disabilities can, yeah. is a lot different from what mine a lot, was. A lot different. Yeah. Um, I I mean, I am very, very lucky that I have two children that are very open. They're very, yeah. they, they ask a question. They're very understanding. It's different to... Accepting. Yes. Yeah. 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 And I think as well, because schools now are integrating, like like you said yeah. earlier, they don't get shut away. They're not the naughty kids that, no. that are in a different classroom to everybody else. They're, yeah. they're, you know, they're integrated and they're, as they should be, in a classroom with yeah. with everybody. Um. So my children, I think, have got a different... Yeah different take on it to what I would have had at their age that's it do you think society is getting better do you think we're getting a little bit more understanding about different people with different needs and I do I think we're we're at a place now where it's finding and accepting for each individual and what their needs are Mm -hmm. and not trying to lump people together which is unfortunately what I'm seeing now coming out the other side um where people are with a learning disability I know what I see we know what we we categorize as a learning disability mm-hmm. even going into hospitals when we send any of our ladies and gents have to go into hospital for whatever um they they have to hit a, a scoring system um, yeah. to enable that they've got support from a, a learning disability nurse while they're in hospital and some of ours don't some of our ladies and gents don't even score yeah. on that yeah but they live in a residential home. They can't live on their own. They can't, they need that support. Um, And it makes you sit back and you think to yourself, why why they're not scoring on that? But then when you're speaking to other people, people that have got other addictions, alcoholism or drug addiction, Mm -hmm. are now being put under the learning disability or learning difficulties Mm. band. Um, And I don't think that's something where we should be going as a society they mm. deserve the help yeah. and the input but not from somebody yeah. on the LD side that it needs a specialist for theirs and I think mm. there's so much going on that it's an easy band to put people under because they don't understand it yeah and I think sometimes like you said it's it's giving somebody that label because sometimes a label is better than no label and, it, yeah. and you know well yeah. they've got a mild learning disability yeah. so that's what they've got oh, and this, yeah. this is their needs yeah. and those sorts of things Hopefully assessment tools start changing. Gin, yes. Might be a positive yeah, thing. Yeah, I mean, it's something, I think, yeah. across the board that, yeah, definitely needs... Yeah, and, and I know a lot of clientele that I work with, so with learning disabilities, we had the mental health also mixed in, so made things very complex yes. for them yes. and for the people supporting them yes, as well. Definitely. So should we talk a bit about learning disabilities? And I'll, I'll, I'll start with a bit of a history of... Um, learning disabilities so i did loads of research into this i don't know if anybody's ever heard of the um the the institution that was named bedlam so i think it's ranking henry the eighth times it first started 1600s um he used to let people go into this particular hospital that was i believe was run by monks at the time Mm -hmm. and uh let people go and they would pay and go see these people and these were classed as imbeciles or idiots or crazy people or loony people We know now today these are people with learning disabilities, epilepsy, dementia, all those different kind of neurological conditions all across the board. But yeah, you've you've probably had the terminology to say it's like bedlam in here. I've used it. I'll never use it again now I know what it refers to and I feel awful that I've ever used it. But it... From there, where we see like things like laws and legislation changed, I mean, it didn't move that fast from the 1600s. I think in the 1900s, we were slowly getting there just after the war. Um, 
But that's when I know, I think it was round about in the fifth, was it 60s, 70s, Mencap was kind of born. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah Do you want to just tell our listeners what Mencap was actually called in the first instance? And we're not, we're not being horrible here. We just want to see how far we've, we've came from our terminology as well. <laughs> you know what I mean, um, the, the different names that obviously the horrific names when you have things like even the charity shops and things that were around when you have the Spastic Society yes. and things like that. Yeah. Um, um, and obviously the, the learning disability didn't, you know, it was yeah. people that were, um, you know, mentally disturbed and, yes. and, and, and the yeah. terminology does make you... It makes you cringe. Cringe it now. Does. I it, can't yeah, believe that yeah, we... It's, but we're learning. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and obviously uh, when Mencap first, um, obviously Royal Mencap first started, mm-hmm. um, obviously those those words those terminologies were used because that's what Mm -hmm. even in old records and old papers that I found you know they were children that had got um disabilities or they were spastics and deformed deformed children I mean you know things like down syndrome and things like that there were really derogatory terms used with regards to people with downs um and yeah, even looking back on some of the paperwork that I found since yeah. doing my job, it you oh it, makes you, yeah, it, it makes does, you yeah, it makes you feel a little yeah. bit a little bit sick, you know. Yeah. But but we didn't know any different, you know, and you have to no. put yourself back in those those yeah, days where that was yeah what it was because yeah. there wasn't another word that could be used or yeah. words that could be used to describe yeah those individuals as yeah. a group of individuals you know it was Definitely. um I'd, I'd read um with mencap how it started i think it was a lady named am i right in saying judy fried um yes, yes. i think she, she so had i think her daughter wasn't yeah, it? yeah. and she yeah. set up the charity and it was called the national um charity for parents of backwards children, children. And you know when you you're like, oh yeah. my goodness, like if yeah. we said anything like that like, now, yes. you know, yeah. but yeah. again, yeah. Um, wonderful woman, I've read quite a lot about yes. her, yeah. and it wasn't meant in that way, was it? It was, no. I, I want to that, support parents. That was the terminology, it yes, was, yeah. yeah, that was, yeah. and it was supporting parents to know that you're not. You're not alone out there, and yeah. it was a big thing. Um, from the, you know the things I've read in the history mm. that um, it was getting people to sit up and recognise that there there are yeah there were children, there were adults that needed support. Okay. Yeah. They needed more, and how they went around that, mm-hmm. and without her, the families, and even now families have to fight yeah. so hard yeah. um, for their loved ones. Yeah. It, that I think is something we've still I found we're very much in the dark ages with this mm-hmm. fight. Yeah. And you shouldn't have to fight. No. It's there. Yeah. Um, you know, so some children with LD are, are born with with those symptoms. Yeah. Some children it happens, like you said, with epilepsy or something like that that causes them later on yeah. to then Can develop, develop those yeah, yeah. Um, those conditions. So it's not a one-stop shop, and I'm still hearing that parents having to fight yeah. for not being just shoved away at home. Yeah. You can just sit at home, particularly after leaving school, which is the yeah. the side that we get at Grantham and District, is basically the children that have left school and where they're going. Yeah. And what are they going to do? Because they deserve something. It for, doesn't for just, yeah, yeah. yeah, doesn't just stop no, when you finish school. No, life should begin. <laughs> exactly. Uh, exactly. And yeah. um that's where we find that they go from child services to adult services. And yeah. There's a massive gap. Massive yeah. gap. Um and it's a case of well, just stay at home. Yeah. No. No. And no. that's not fair on them and it's not fair on their parents because course, yeah. you know, parents also the support network also need support, don't they? Exactly. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um so let's talk about learning disabilities itself. And I think this is where some people do get a little bit confused with what what it is. Yeah. Um we talk about it on on the course that I deliver. Obviously, learning disability awareness now is a mandatory training for anybody supporting LD. So we've been stacked out with that this year, which yeah. has been a really positive thing. Um, when you look at it at Google and you ask what a learning disability is, it can be a little bit confusing because there's a few definitions. Um, a lot of the definitions that come up is um, intellectual. So their IQ is generally very, very low. Okay, so um, intellectually impaired is one that I've read quite often. Okay. 
We also get it mixed over with America. So in America, learning disability means learning difficulty. So sometimes that can be a bit difficult. And like I said, I've had plenty of people say, yeah, I've got a learning disability. (laughs) And I'm a bit of a stickler for a label. I'm like, label yourself right if you go into. Um, But yeah, what what is it? What do you know about what it actually is? LD is is something like as you say it's it's not um a, a difficulty is something like dyslexia or yeah. um you know ADHD things like that yeah. um obviously we, we we're dealing with people that have got uh particular medical conditions yeah. uh, that have caused the learning disability so yeah. as i say um they, they may be verbal they may be non-verbal yeah might be somewhere in between where they can communicate with you but mm-hmm. only using certain words there are certain words that mean a different thing to what you and i would deem that word being uh, i think when we spoke earlier you know you'd had the um the pleasure of working with someone that use certain language and certain words when they were excited and yeah. to others it may seem a bit oh yeah what are they doing that for jeff means happy <laughs> yeah <laughs> and that is and it's the individual and that yeah. is the big thing in all of this and yeah. learning disability is for the individual it is about them so not one title fits all no, so you may have down syndrome but as we see now which is fantastic down syndrome actors yeah. and models which is absolutely amazing yeah. it is amazing to see yeah but then you may have a down syndrome gentleman or lady that's not able to to do that type of thing yeah. um that is more non-verbal or can only communicate by makaton which yeah. is you know um so yeah it's a massive it's really broad isn't it yeah one end of the spectrum to the other and it also depends on on the condition the physical condition as well um but we'd say in a nutshell with learning disability so it kind of so i'll say what it can affect because it won't affect everybody but these are some of the things so it's things like short-term memory people some people may struggle with and like you said so verbal communication language um we know attention it might so some people might have a very short attention span yeah. um they might be easily distracted and want to go from one task to another which yeah. is completely fine um again perception so the way that they perceive the world around them might not filter through the same way it does for you and i for example so yeah. all these sort of external factors well the, the, those factors of the learning disability and then the medical condition on top sometimes do actually go hand in hand so we know with down syndrome sometimes we have short-term memory as well and yes, um, yeah. as well as the learning disability alongside so it's really i think it's really good if we can separate the two um but like you said on the whole they are just that person and they have these needs and we just want to try and meet those needs yes. in the best way we yeah. possibly can not every person with learning disabilities have all of those things collectively yeah. we have some people with very mild learning disabilities go to work every single day they have families they have children and those kinds of things which is a really beautiful positive thing and it can go on a spectrum can't it so we can have very mild um going through to profound learning disabilities um i've worked with a range of people with both so more complex um more on the neurological side and then more with the physical kind of disabilities so um and and that's the thing isn't it i think it's not understanding learning disability sometimes and then sometimes not understanding the physical condition so um again i did a lot of research into physical conditions and there's over 200 that are related to um learning disabilities Mm -hmm. or they may increase that likelihood or the factor of it um, some of the ones that I, we, we talk about a lot when I do do my training is things like fragile X syndrome, yeah. uh, Down syndrome, cerebral palsy, but not everybody with cerebral palsy mm-hmm. will have a learning disability, uh, Prader-Willi syndrome. Yeah. Um, I work with an individual with Angelman syndrome. Yeah. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Um, again, so all these different syndromes, I think the more we understand about those as well, so that, that physical side, yeah. it helps us understand a little bit more about the learning disability yeah. side yeah. as well. Yeah. I know that you do like a high level of care as well so you do a lot of things like personal care and peg tube feeding yeah um tracheostomy yeah 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 i've struggled to pronounce that one so thank you (laughs) um but yeah so there's the the 
that kind of the, there's yeah. those sides to it as well so yeah. it is a bit of like nursing in there to it start, is. nursing without the nursing part yes and yeah. i suppose this is why a lot of your carers do go on to go into nursing yes. because yeah. it's a it's a very rewarding beautiful job to be able to help that people it is yeah, yeah definitely yeah. yeah i mean we do uh, the one thing we do pride ourselves on, um, I mean, I we've got a fantastic staff team across, uh, you know, Grantham and District Mancap. They are amazing mm-hmm. uh, from managers of services, our residential manager to all of the staff that are on, on the on the shop floor, as we say, you know, yeah, that are doing. Um, I mean, I have the utmost respect for those individuals yeah. because you come in, not every day is the same. It can be different. You might have the same remit of what your shift is but mm. you know you just don't know what you're going to come into and yeah i love that that thing about yeah. care like you know every day is a different day, day. yeah some predictable yeah. So, yeah and we do ensure that at fairview that if we can and our ladies and gentlemen want to stay at fairview they don't want to go into a hospital environment they don't want to go into a hospice towards the end of their lives yeah. they want to be excuse me at home mm-hmm. in the environment with the people that they see as their family yeah. in their bedrooms in their own environment and we try and support people mm-hmm. to stay for as long as they can and the individuals since I've been there they're you know unless they've been rushed into hospital for emergency treatment that we can't provide yeah. but if they are end of life we're mm-hmm. supported by um the district nurses to support that individual yeah. to end of life and that is lovely because yeah. it's something that you can give somebody is mm-hmm. is a peaceful passing and to be in their own environment and that's something yeah. i took from my parents yeah. and knowing how they wanted to be treated when they were coming to the end of their lives and you're applying that to sit with someone they're not in a hospital bed they're not being forgotten about yeah they're being spoken to about and staff have been there a long long time we've got some staff that have done 25 plus years wow. that, that work so with they us. Are family, and they, they know that individual and they can talk about all the naughty things they got up to when they were younger and yeah. all the and that is a great thing to see um mm. as much as well at end of life the last sense to go is hearing yes. isn't it so yeah they can still hear so you're you know? always always talking to them yeah. and you're talking about their parents you know you're talking about mum and dad or yeah. the dog that they used to have in the pictures that they got yeah. will have photo albums out they might not be conscious in being able to but our staff go above and beyond to ensure that that person gets yeah. the respect and the dignity that should be applied to everybody yeah. not just people in a, a residential home yeah everybody should be having that level of dignity and respect oh, um and that is that something hope, yeah that, that we pride ourselves on if yeah. that's the, the the word for it no, um, because for it. It, it is something that we do think is very very important you know that they yeah. they are surrounded with the people and we do have people that pass, but we know they've passed away. Yeah. Um, you know, in their own home. It, the in dignity what they've known part, and the it? dignity yeah, part of things, definitely. And just because again, um, I hope you don't mind me throwing this in here and talking about this, but this is this is where it does get a little bit difficult, I think, what I noticed over the years. So around mental capacity yes. and learning yeah. disability. So yeah. Often, yeah. I mean, under the brackets of mental capacity, you deem to have lack of if you have yeah. a learning disability. Yeah. Now, we are, I think we're better with that in the sense that we do talk more about best interests or um, supporting them to make wise decisions. It, yes. And we are yeah. we are trying, I think, as a society, well, social services and those yes. sorts of people yeah. to try yeah. and include that include person, that. Yeah. which I think is a really, really positive yeah. thing. Um, and again, with them not having any family members, you've got things like lasting power of attorney, you've yeah. got advocating and, yeah. and those sorts of things. Um, I hear we, we heard something the other day and it was a it was a lady in the bank and she was having a conversation and we overheard her say something along the lines of, I want her to have as much mental capacity and control over her lasting power of attorney for as long as possible. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Do you think, again, the stigma around that, so learning disabilities, well, they don't know, oh, that you know, they don't have a clue, so what's the point in including them? Don't get me wrong, I understand some people don't have mental no, capacity, no, that's and that's completely it. fine, and we yeah. help make decisions on behalf of that person. Do you yeah. think, again, around the mental capacity side of things, are we getting better with that? We are and we aren't. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. You will have, again, it's we find it's down to... Um, 
not the individual probably that you're you're supporting mm -hmm. but um more the outside bodies and agencies that feel sometimes should fit yes and okay. sometimes we do i mean we sometimes all the time we're advocating for that individual yeah. we never ever want to take away yeah. their um what they want to do of course. you know we yeah. understand that if uh some of our ladies for argument's sake if you said to them that red pair of shoes there is £500 and the blue ones are £200. Mm -hmm. Red's the favourite colour. Yeah. So it wouldn't yeah. occur to them that, well, one's 500 one's 200 That That wouldn't... Yeah, it's just I like those it red It was like shoes. red ones, yeah. yeah. Um, but then it's explaining to that person that, right, well, they're a lot more money and obviously yeah. you have a certain amount of money and if you spend that money and it's... Again, individual talking to them and understanding, you know, how yeah. far you can go with that person. Course, and yeah. I think we have come a long way in the fact that we respect that and yeah. that people will talk to them. But we've still got this very much, mm. well, they can't speak, they can't yeah. sign, they can't write, they can't read, they don't understand. Yeah. Um, yeah, but they do. If it speaks they to them, understand they the red shoes. <laughs> yes. And we understand it might be an unwise decision, but yeah. however, I think it's that power, yeah. isn't it? It so, is. And we're still finding that there are certain yeah. bodies um, that feel that they have the power to say what that individual should spend their money on. Yes. And that is something that I strongly do not agree with. I yeah. understand not leaving somebody in financial, of course. you know, deficit you well, know the last thing you want to do there's a line isn't there, there is but at the end of the day if they want to go out and do that and spend that with their money and they've got that money why shouldn't they do it yeah. why shouldn't they have the red shoes rather than the blue shoes you know mm. and and um, i think that's something i think as humans we all want to keep isn't it that yeah. we all want to make our own decisions and choices yeah. Just people with learning disability we might just need that bit more support in exactly. doing that. Yes, yeah, yeah. And, the, and the understanding, as I say, you've always got the safeguarding, right? Yeah, you've of said course. you've always got what's in their best interest, you yeah. know, um, even down to, to medication and things like that, you yeah. know. Um, families, we're very much involved, you know, the, the ladies amazing. and gents have got families, we very much encourage them to still be at the doctors, at the hospitals, you know. Mm -hmm. We're not. You're not bringing your son or daughter no. um, or sister or brother to just be locked away. That you know, we still want you to have that. They're living, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really and nice. it's important, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah it's um, it's a, it's it's just society, isn't it? As well, and it's um, the aim of this podcast is just to get people to try and understand a little yeah. bit more. So thank you so much again for yeah. coming. I'm just going to go in and tell everybody about my little story earlier yeah. and those yeah. sorts of things. So a little bit of like around this, again, the stigma, we won't go back to the stigma, but how society may treat people or how society may feel <laughs> and those sorts of things. So I'll, if you don't mind me sharing no, mine, then you no, share yours yeah. after. Um, I had a wonderful gent. He, um, again, emotional disorder learning disability autism non-verbal but knew some certain words which we'll go on to in a yeah. second and he loved fish and chip friday yeah so we took him to a local pub where it was very quiet middle of the day um and he wanted his fish and chips and we'd say you having your fish and chips he'd go "Woo, yeah and he'd get really excited with the excitement his communication he would often say swear words because it was an excitement and it almost felt like sometimes Tourette's a little while it just yeah. came out yeah um but we sat down and I said right you can have your fish and chips and he said shouted Jeff off oh. if you know what I mean so he shouted Jeff off and he did it a couple of times and he started clapping and he was really happy I was like yeah it's going to come so I ordered his food but then the chef came out of the kitchen and walked over to us and said I can hear him from the kitchen and I just said I'm really sorry he's just really happy and excited well it's not fair on the other customers I said there's hardly anybody here um I'm sorry he, he doesn't mean it in an offensive way all the while he's do doing this and saying this in front of the guy that I'm supporting I had lucky I had another staff member she tried to distract but mm. he got very upset Within that, he popped, he put himself to the floor, yeah. and the man asked us to leave, and he didn't want to go. So I asked, yeah. so I was, I'll be writing a letter. Don't you worry. That's what I said yeah. to the the chef. I went to stand up with him, and he he, he just took himself to the floor. We were there for twenty minutes. 
And I didn't rush him. No. I didn't make him get up because no. I thought, you know what? I'm really glad that you've witnessed this now because yes, yes. you've asked somebody who quite clearly has, you know, he had m- mobility issues. Yeah, so this yeah. guy knew he was being supported. Yeah. Um, and I just wondered what went through that chef's mind mm. in that moment to why why don't people understand? Why are they so offended or so, oh, I'm scared of this? Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I mean, even today, this still happens. Yeah. Did, did you see this yeah. at all? There, there are, I mean, I've been very lucky in the times that um, when I've been out with our ladies and gents, haven't had anything like that so I've been very very lucky um, but I do know that staff have done um mm-hmm. staff we one of our gentlemen as you say non-verbal and may have a behavior yeah. as, as we we would we would call it yeah. that causes them to almost look like they're self-harming yeah. I suppose is the best way and that might be biting or it might be banging or, you know, yeah. and looks like they're hurting themselves. And sometimes that's their way of communicating that yeah. they're uncomfortable, they're not feeling well, but you've got to go through a long list of things oh, to of try and find out what, it, what it is. Yeah. Um, and I know some of our staff have been out and uh, one of our gentlemen has, has, has done as we would see it. Mm-hmm. And we know. So we've taken that gentleman out and it's then sitting and talking to him and mm. understanding you know showing empathy the, yeah. why you know uncomfortable toilet pain yeah. all the things that you go through as a checklist of trying of to find out why it might just be that this person was just really really hot and uncomfortable because yeah. in a whacking great wheelchair very hot very sweaty but me and you were able to tell people um, i'm able to say to you i'm really really warm. hot yeah yeah i'm going to stand outside or whatever you know they, me, didn't they have, can't no yeah. and the looks yeah the looks from other people like you yeah. are hurting them or yeah. why are they behaving like that makes you want to have you got no go, control yeah it's like <laughs> yeah come on please just yeah. and you know we, we went through we had a conversation um about wearing um t-shirts yeah um, about wearing lanyards and things like that yeah and it's a really difficult one because as much as i know staff really want that sort of thing because obviously it identifies who you are that you're not just some joe off the street that's yeah with this person um that you are a carer that you are okay with this individual that you're understanding you don't what's need going any on yeah. yeah um it's also on the other side of things when the ladies are gents out do they need that attention bringing to them because course, they shouldn't yeah. have to they should be out as we go out to a yeah. pub or a garden center wherever we're at and the, do we need extra oh they've got a lanyard on or oh, they've got oh, a, a carer on all that's from there person, you know yeah. it's really really difficult it it's a very yeah it's a very one. very fine fine line yeah um yeah. but the the only thing i had and again we'd had a it was last year we were in the park we'd had um a group of, of guys we've been playing football and and long games and things like that had a little bit of a picnic and we were packing up and going back to the, the minibus. And as I was walking with some of the gentlemen and they were chatting and they were excited about what they'd done and we were talking about it and I would arrange it again. And yeah. and one of the gentlemen who was nonverbal, um, as you said, tended to make noises. It's his way of communicating now. Yeah. Knowing that person, we understand what they're saying. Yeah, you understand to, the noises. Yeah, to yeah. somebody else, it was just a, a grunting noise or a, a very loud noise. Yeah. And there was a group of teenagers. Yeah. And it started with the Mickey taking. Yeah. And again, we're walking along, minding our own business, talking, and it got louder as they got. Mm. more to the to the rear of us and in the end it just took me to turn around and say really yeah and they stop in the tracks yeah. and look at you yeah really are we going there yeah is this how we behave yeah and they didn't know what to say yeah i, I imagine went, they felt a bit sheepish yeah I went, turn around and walk in the opposite direction good for you, <laughs> good for um, you. because no way is anybody going to you know yeah. be that disrespectful no. to another human being no. whilst again, I'm there with a voice. <laughs> yeah, it's that lack of education, isn't it? It's it a, is, yes. I, yeah. yeah, because I know my children would never behave like that. No. But whether it was because they were the group and it's peer Perfect. pressure or whatever it is, yeah. 
but I think I did embarrass the individual. And they did turn on the heels and they went in the opposite direction. And sometimes that might be what's needed, just to yes. say, you know what, I'll never say anything like that yeah. again, or I'll yeah. never, you know, and then they yeah. might, that even then might make them go off and do their own education a little bit. Yes, yeah. yeah. And so, it is, everybody's different. It doesn't yeah. matter whether you've got a learning disability, a learning yeah. difficulty, yeah. whether you've got, Whatever it is, it really whether you're tall, you're short, you're fat, yeah. you're thin, you it doesn't matter. Everybody different, is different yeah, and individuals. And if you like that person, you like that person. Yeah. And if you're gonna get on and be friends, you're gonna be friends. And if you don't, you yeah. don't. And so this isn't this leads me on to another one. And again, I'm just gonna drop you and pop, pop okay. you on the spot with this one. So um I'll I'll just give you an example. Like, should public intervene or help? When, especially if there's one-to-one. So I had a situation, I went down to London the other week mm-hmm. and um, there was a lady, she looked like she looked like she had Down syndrome, I'm going to yeah. assume so. And she fell over, she tripped over and she was just with one carer. Yeah. Um, and she was struggling to get up. She looked really upset. Yeah. Um, she had nothing to weight bearing to go on. So I went over and offered some help. Yeah. And I said, would you like me to help you? Is there anything I can do? And it was mm-hmm. really strange. I was doing a prevention of force course that morning. So <laughs> I was like, what? What's going on here? Um, but yeah, so managed. we managed in the end. So I ran over and got her a chair mm-hmm. and she put her hands on and then lifted herself up. Yeah. And the carer was really, really grateful and really yeah. happy. But I've also been in another situation. I think for me, I just, do you need some assistance? I'll always yes. ask. Yeah. There was another situation where there was a gent in public. He was in Tesco's. He was doing that, a bit stimming, so smacking yeah. his ears, yeah. rocking backwards and forwards. And obviously doing the job that I've done for so many years, yeah. Yeah. I just wanted to help. Yeah. And I went over and I asked, I can only assume it was his carer or his mom. I said, would you like it? No, just give us some space and leave us alone. Yeah. Which I, of course, completely understood. And I said, I'm yeah. so sorry I don't want to offend yes, you yeah. I just wanted to see yeah. if you wanted some help and she said no I'm fine yeah. and I completely got that do you do you think members of the public have that I think I and I think people do don't know where do we go in and help do we help yes. that person in the wheelchair yeah. if they're reaching yeah. for something do yeah. we do it what yeah. what would you say or what would you do what would I do I mean like you always offer help yeah maybe it's part of our nature yeah I was gonna say some people can just turn a blind eye and walk away some people can and I think it doesn't matter whether it's somebody with a disability in in any walk of life people can turn the other cheek and they can just walk away um but you know to just as you've done to go up and just say oh is there any assistance yeah You, you would require any help you need yeah you know, I know from my, you know, if I was struggling with what, you know, one of our ladies and gentlemen, that I would probably appreciate that, yeah, you know, that little bit of, because yeah. you get a bit flustered in situations like that, course, and a bit yeah. panicky, but you don't want to panic the individual that's yeah. fallen or may have injured themselves. And sometimes you just know that there's nothing that yeah. you could offer that, you know, and to be just polite time, and just, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah and, it. you know, I don't, when when our you know some of our ladies and gents and there are behaviours that happen, I would sooner a member of the public come over and say, mm. "Who are you? Yeah. Is everything okay? Yeah, are you?" I would sooner that mm-hmm. than stand and make an assumption mm-hmm. that you're hurting that individual, that you're not doing your job properly, of that course, you're not. Yeah. I would sooner them come over and ask that question yeah. because, like with you, it's no, no, we're fine. Okay, yeah. okay, I'll go now. Yeah. Or actually, no, would you be able to just assist me and yeah, just whatever it might be yeah. um, and just to ask that question because then you've yeah. not got the stigma attached to. Of course, yeah. So just obviously with that, um, tips and tricks for good communication. Should we talk about yeah. how, so I know everybody's communication needs are completely different, but yes. general basis, how would you speak to somebody with a learning disability or always speak to them as you would be spoken to yeah always be clear look at them yeah you don't need to shout no eye contacts are really yeah Yeah. um and you just as you would do anybody else you were meeting if you're greeting someone you put the hand out for you to shake to say hello as you would anybody else and then you work from yeah. there i think using name basis is always yeah. a nice thing yeah. is you know hi my name's lady it's really nice yeah. to meet you what's your name and if you're able yeah. to tell me or i've heard or your name is um yeah. i don't know christopher or something and yes. you're able to do that yes that. yeah 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 and, and speak to them 
as you would do anybody yeah and even if they can't communicate back it does not mean that they can't understand you yes they'll have their own way of communicating back to you yeah but they understand what you're saying to them see this is a misconception isn't it so some people think non-verbal non-understanding nope. very very rare <laughs> very no, rare no, no, as no, i understand no. what you're saying yeah. to me yes. and i understand the tone that you're saying yeah. it to me yeah. as well yeah even we had a lady um non-verbal and um eyes mm. she could tell you with a look of your eye whether mm-hmm. it was you're getting on my nerves now go away or <laughs> she'd let you yeah, know all right or oh he's a bit of all right okay. or you know anything through you know they yeah. are human beings you That's know it. and i think a really strong thing that i i i is reiterates that's the word <laughs> thank you they're reiterating all of the trainings that all behavior has a purpose and a function so if they are getting if they're getting aggressive it's not because they've got learning disability it's because i'm trying to tell you something Something. or their frustrations could have been from the day before or two days before and until you sit that individual down and talk to them and go back yeah that's the only way you will understand to Mm. assume you know already never ever 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 oh they're just kicking off Nope. No. Nope. They we don't use that terminology. We're not using that term. <laughs> it is sit down and understand why yeah. is that person unhappy. It's your empathy. Come again, and talk it? to me. What, yeah. what is it? What have you got to tell me? What's yeah. been going on? Yeah. And almost questioning, but yeah. trying to understand what's what's got them to that point. Yeah, of course. You know, yeah. and understanding that, like I say, it might have been because they didn't get their bag of crisps. Yeah, for their supper. Yes, it could and be anything, yeah. they've taken that in, and at dinner time they're still really angry. But speaking to them and understanding mm. and ensuring them that that won't happen and making them feel safe. Yes, and understood and listened to. Listened to is a big is thing, a big isn't thing. it? Yeah. yeah. So being heard, yes. I think, is a really yeah. good thing. Yeah. Again, that's it. It just it's good communication. I think I think we all benefit from communication Definitely. tips, like just Definitely. in everyday life yes. as well. Yeah. So at work or wherever you are. Yeah. I think it's that case of, um, as well, so what we're saying, try not to overload the person yeah. and with loads of different jargon. and Just say it very simple, to yeah. the point. To the point. Yeah. And it's what, you know, as my, my old dad used to say, straight jumble. It's yeah. like straight down the line, straight <laughs> yeah. as it is, don't need to flower it up. No. And... Yeah, say what just, you mean and mean yeah, how you say, say it, it as that's well. It. Definitely. Yeah. Um, again, their communication is just that little bit different from us sometimes, yes. and that's that's completely yeah. fine. Yeah. It takes a long time to work out people's communication needs, and yes. um, certain sounds, certain words, certain phrases, or the way that they something. Yeah. So I used to again, one of my jokes was I would use Jeff off again, so it'd be Jeff off, and it'd be excited. But then if yeah. it went to Jeff off, it, we knew. No. Uh, okay so it's not quite right what's yeah. going on so yeah. yeah um yeah. and again just for any any listeners or anything if you are out in public and you do see somebody that you think or may appear to have a learning mm-hmm. disability or mm-hmm. other physical condition or, or any other neurological impairment um sometimes a, he- a hello or a friendly smile really makes their day does. and i genuinely mean that it just does. to be acknowledged yeah. You know, um, I've I've had it again with another person. I've walked down, hello, hello, and they're just ignoring him. I understand if they feel a bit frightened. I'm yeah. not, you know, and yeah. I know some people feel differently. Yeah. But just a, a, a hello, just back, a hello back, or a smile, a conversation, or yeah. a smile, or yeah. if somebody says, "What's your name?" and you just tell them your name. Yeah, it's that interaction, and that will be nothing bad's going to happen. They will Nothing's usually have a support worker with them. Somebody will be with them, and nothing bad's going to happen. Yeah. all they're doing is treating you as they want to be treated. Yeah, that's all that individual is doing. Yeah. Just, yeah. just please say hello. Just say Definitely. hello. Yeah, yeah. Um, so just obviously coming through. Is there anything else you'd like to add into what we've spoken about today? Because I'm going to go into a bit of myth busting okay. around learning <laughs> disabilities because we want myth busted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Yep. But is there any any other topics that you'd want to try and cover, or is there anything you'd want listeners to pick up on and you know? action and those sorts of things so the charity first often the charity what yes yeah. <laughs> yeah um some money. money yeah i mean we are always looking at ways to to fundraise um yeah. we do fundraising as a company um we do fundraising for uh, the day services and mm-hmm. for fairview farm for the residential services um 
minibuses i mean as i say we offer a very bespoke service with regards to our transport yeah that we have uh, train drivers and passenger assistants we have wheelchair adapted vehicles yeah. um but again these come at a really big cost yeah. um and obviously the upkeep of them and uh, the fact that we've got one at the moment that Bless it, is on its last legs. <laughs> um, we, hate, so, yeah, we hate it when that time comes. Oh, over. yeah, it is costing me more than it's probably worth at the moment. <laughs> um, but, um, you know, anything like that where anybody can help us, whether it's, um, you know, small fates that people do, yeah. attending um, our you know things that we put on um for our garden parties and things like that bringing the family along bringing your children along your grandchildren along the understanding to as you've said to to even come we're going to hopefully do some open days so um people can look around and see understanding people that have lived here I've lived in Grantham all my life. Yeah. Um, You're always, a I am <laughs> always seen this big white bus with a big um, starburst on it. Yeah. Never knew what, what it was. Seen yeah. it around town. Not a clue. Yeah. Um, you know, again, it's the stigma of um, years and years ago of not advertising because yeah. of the stigma attached to it. Whereas now we're the other side of that where advertising is we're not ashamed yeah we're not hiding our, our no. guys away no. we're proud yeah. really proud of them and want to celebrate them yeah. and their families and their friends and everybody else that that comes into contact with our ladies and gents and it's something i'm very passionate for that i want to take further yeah. um and you know grantham and district men cap to be on the lips of people to yes, know to talk about yeah, it, yeah i'd got no idea it, it existed in grantham no no idea at all and we still have people now the cree center where's that yeah and you're giving them instructions as to where it is and yeah signage and things like that that yeah. i appreciate 20 years ago you couldn't do for yeah the reasons that were behind it of course, yeah but we're in a different era now oh we're in 2023 now no excuses exactly, yeah. no excuses so anything where so, with regards to yeah help Any- funding um even volunteering we yeah. we you know we welcome anybody who wants to come up and be in our residential home can I ask what the website is um, yeah I mean the website we're currently upgrading at the moment so yeah. it is um Going through a bit of what it is at the minute so yeah. um <laughs> yes uh the website if you if you just put www.grantham.mencap.co.uk it's a we'll very short and sweet you. one yeah. yeah um and if you look at you know google it um, yeah. um anything like that you know we will see but yeah. um yeah anything under Grantham Mencap will point you yeah. in our direction so yeah I'm gonna my on now aren't I? yes most definitely <laughs> <laughs> let's hope people actually buy them um but yeah thank you so much for coming no, it's you. been really good nice. and again we'll we'll keep pushing that and getting the charity out there yes grantham and district men cap all the way yeah, that's what I'm i definitely want to come down and have a game of definitely come down karaoke night yes thank you so much thanks for listening and thanks for coming thank you all thank right. you for your time thank, thank you, you.